You want it all, am I right? But your version of all, you want to be making great money, yes. You want a thriving business that lights you up, yes. And you want more balance, time for your business, time for your family, time for yourself. Well, you should have it all, damn it. (laughs) Here's the annoying thing though. Earning money in business isn't actually complicated, despite what those marketing people might want you to believe. Building your business in a way that supports you both financially and in creating the balance you desire, also not complicated, but it can feel hard. I know this. And I know that if it's been feeling hard for you and you've been starting to wonder if it's even possible, it's not your fault. Because people are not talking about the truth about creating balance and making money at the same time as a mother and business owner. They are not discussing the deeper things happening here. They are not discussing the nuances that exist for us. So if it has felt like something's missing, that could well be the case possibly this conversation we're about to have. So let's get into that truth today. The truth about why creating balance and sticking to boundaries feels hard so that you can stop feeling like making more money and creating more time are forever out of your reach. Because I know one thing for sure, you do get to have it all, my love. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast. I'm your host, Corey Javid, money mindset expert, success coach, mother, tea drinker, energy obsessed, manifester, afternoon bath lover, and thought leader in financial empowerment for mums. I know that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And so around here, we do things differently. I've torn up the business rulebook and created a new paradigm for us, one in which we create results using energy instead of effort. I'm on a mission to help you ditch the old way of creating success. You know the one where you work hard, hustle, and sacrifice, ew, (laughs) and instead teach you how to increase your impact and income without increasing your hours and how to manifest your dreams. So if you're a mother who's ready to learn how to elevate your energy to start making bank and start living your limitless life, this is your podcast, my love, and I'm your new biz bestie. Join me as we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It is me, Cory Javid from CoryJavid.com, success coach, money mindset expert for mothers who are ready for those 5K and 10K months whilst having more time, more balance, all the things. If this applies to you, you're in the right place. If you're new around here, welcome. We've had lots of lovely new listeners all around the globe. Welcome, welcome. Pull up a pew, pull up a pew. (laughs) Um, And join us because we're talking about balance still. Today's episode is the last part in our balance series. So we've been talking about balance all month in February because I know, my love, that as a mum and a business owner, you want it, you need it. Well, guess what? You got it (laughs) if I've got anything to do with it because I, for one, am just done with the hustle and sacrifice culture. (laughs) Delete, unsubscribe. Um, So 
And we're going to be talking about the truth about why creating balance is feeling hard, why sticking to boundaries feels hard. Those two things very much go together. And we're going to be talking about it, of course, through the lens of like the mama business owner, because I think that just the conversation doesn't happen enough in the online space. People are talking about one thing, making money, or the other, balance. They're not talking about the two things in tandem. And I think that that's how we can end up falling through the cracks of that conversation if we're not careful and feeling like it's not catering for us, because actually most of the time it isn't. So I'm here to cater to us, the mother and business owners. Um, let me give you an update what's going on over here. I really want to tell you what we're doing tonight, but my husband's in the other room and it's a surprise. It's his birthday today. So I'll, I'll fill you in on the details of that in the next episode. Something very exciting that we've never done before. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, we're also going ice skating this weekend. He does know about that. So that's going to be fun. I'm cooking Persian food on the weekend. My husband um, is of Persian descent. So his dad is from Iran. And I learned from his mum, actually, who lived in Iran for a good old while, um, how to cook some key Persian dishes. So we're making, and for any Persian listeners, sorry if I am not pronouncing this correctly, we're making khorma sabsi, um, which is a meat and bean and herb stew on the weekend, which we're very much looking forward to. And I'm also making him a... Turkish delight cheesecake. I'm whispering that because he's in the other room and that's a surprise. So obviously that's not Persian because it's Turkish influence, but you know, it will go. It will gel it will gel well together. So we're doing that this weekend. Um what else? My daughter started her horse riding lesson. So I know I was uh, mentioning on the podcast before. I think through one of my This Is What Limitless Money looks like to me this week segments that um, my daughter's really obsessed with the idea of horse riding. Well, she had her first proper lesson this week and oh my days, has she been riding that high ever since? The girl is addicted and obsessed and it's just so lovely to see her so lit up by this. She absolutely loved it. The funniest thing was the horse had the same name as her. <laughs> also, she totally manifested this. Um, just a qu very quick manifestation story. It just shows how powerful kids are with these things, right? So we're on the way to the horse riding lesson. And she was like, I really want it to be a white horse that I ride, mommy. And I was like, well, I don't know that you'll get a choice. We've never been here before. I don't know what ponies they have. And we pull up and in the um, teaching arena, there's a girl riding a, I guess, chestnut. I'm, I'm not down yet with all of the horse and equestrian lingo, but I think chestnut looking horse. Anyway, not white. Or actually, I've, I've been told that you don't refer to a horse as white. It's gray. But anyway, um, and she said, oh, will that be the one that I'm riding? I'm like, I don't know. Um, this is my first time here, too. And so, yes, you've guessed it when it came to her lesson. What did they bring out for her? This delightful horse, which not only shared her name, but was white. Um, so I was like, you manifested that. Go, girl. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? Um, so that's what's been going on over here. Have you been joining me for my Coffee with Corrie chats inside our Facebook community, Limitless Mothers? Um if not, definitely go and check out the replays. So what I'm doing right now is we're starting a conversation about a topic on the podcast and I like to bring it to you through the lens of here's how you can go and do this. Here's how you can go and make this happen for yourself. Uh, but then inside our Facebook community, our Facebook group, I'm continuing the conversation, but bringing you behind the scenes on my life and business for that same topic and letting you in on how I apply that, how I've made that work, what that actually looks like for me, etc. So 
uh, last week as this is going out. So, and it's every Thursday, by the way, at 10 a.m. Um, so last Thursday, I was talking about how I take off Mondays as a full day each week for myself, just for me time. And I talked about how I made that happen because it sounds great, doesn't it? But actually making it happen <laughs> can be a different thing. I talk about how I, I got, I get real about how stretchy it felt at times. And I talk about what I actually do on those days and how that positively impacts my ability to make money, my ability to show up in other areas of my life, like for my family, etc. So definitely go and check out the replay if you haven't already. Um, I'll put a, I'll get the team to put a link in the show notes to our Facebook community. If you're not a member, come and join us, say hello. Um, also, just, you should be part of the Facebook group anyway, because not only do we have some great conversation going down in there, but it is, you know, becoming rare uh, in the Facebook world that you can find a group where you may sell your services. That's right. You can come into my group and promote yourself. Now, you cannot spam and leave... <laughs> <laughs> you cannot post and run. Um, but if you're showing up in my group, if you are posting valuable content, um, so sharing some of your tips or expertise or whatever you've got going on, then you are more than welcome, my love, to also be posting about what it is that you do, how you can help people, your offer, your products, your things. I actively encourage selling. Selling is such a crucial skill for us as business owners. We can't get away from it. It's why I teach all of my clients how to sell effectively. Um, and so I am definitely all for you practicing, honing that skill if you want to in the safe space that is our Facebook community. Um, and even if you're like, do you know what? I've already got this sales thing down. Then just come and promote yourself anyway. So yeah, I just thought I should mention that actually because I probably don't mention that enough. So it is a safe space to sell. Um, yeah, so head over to Facebook and find us, Limitless Mothers. Um, and this coffee chat that's coming up, so these episodes drop on a Tuesday. I do the follow-up coffee chat on a Thursday. Um, now, having said it's at 10 a.m. each week, um, this one will be different because um, it's the school break. So it's going to be an evening coffee chat. So maybe not coffee in the evening, maybe a, a wine chat or like some sort of herbal tea, whatever you want to bring. But if you like drinking coffee in the evening, you do you, boo. Um, and we're going to be talking about how I stick to boundaries as a recovering people pleaser. So I'm going to get real about how that's looked for me. Um, and if that sounds interesting to you, I'd love you to join us. Um, and one more thing, it would be remiss of me not to let you know that we are going to be opening up enrollment for the Elevated Abundance Mastermind for May. I'm quite excited excited about this because um, for the last year, we've had very few spaces that we've actually even been able to sell um, in terms of we haven't had... Um We've had, well, let me put this a different way. We've had very, very high resign rates. So one of my cohorts has a 100% resign rate. Um, and the other one was very high as well. So I haven't had um, new spaces to sell very often. And when I have had them, um, they've gone immediately to people who already um, have, you know, told me that they're interested. And so I haven't been able to kind of come to you very often and say, hey, guess what? <laughs> um, come and enroll. But we are actually increasing our ability to, so we've increased our ability to serve. So we will be making more spaces available for May, which I think might excite a lot, a lot of you who have been kind of wanting to get in on the Elevated Abundance Mastermind, but haven't been able to, or have been waiting patiently. Bless you for waiting. Um, 
So if you want to find out more information, we're literally putting the final touches on the upgraded sales page and we're upgrading the sales page because we have up-leveled and upgraded what we are offering. So you get even more support now, even more epic results now inside of the Elevated Abundance Mastermind. So if that sounds amazing, head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. Um, that's just the waitlist sign-up page. So for the email waitlist, um, then we will email you with the sales page when it becomes available. And we can be like, here's all of the information. And then it's up to you if you want to um, book a call. We'll be sending out invitations on that front so that we can chat. Um, because my thing is that I want people in that group who it's the absolutely perfect fit for. So if you and I have a conversation, I will be completely um, frank with you. If I think it's actually not what you need next and you need something else um, or you're not ready for it or, or it's just not a good fit, I'll always do my best to uh, point you in the direction of some kind of support that would suit you better. If I don't think that what I do inside of the Elevated Abundance Mastermind is a good fit for you, I am never looking to hard sell anyone into anything. Um, it has to be a hell yes. It has to be a hell yes from me and from you. So um, yeah, so you know, if you're curious, but you've got questions, um, when I, if you're on the email list, uh, when I reach out, feel free to just book a chat. It's, it's the easiest thing for us to kind of just chat through it. <laughs> Actually, I was just, I was chuckling with my coach the other day, because I was talking about my sales page. And I was like, I love writing a sales page, because it really gets me into the vibe and the energy of supporting women in this way. And like, the Elevated Abundance Mastermind is such a kick as program the results that we've got like I've been having to do the hard job of choosing which testimonials and things to put on the page when we've got like so many incredible results and it's kind of hard to choose and I don't want it to just be this one endless page of testimonials and client love and screenshots and of celebrations and stuff um but it just gets me so in the vibe and so excited for like the next cohort and any new people who might be joining and people who will be resigning. And I just get, yeah, all high vibey about it. Um, so I gladly do it. And I also actually just enjoy um, copy, right? I enjoy writing copy um, and particularly sales copy. It's one of the things I teach my clients to do too, right? Um, and so I'm happy to have done it for that reason. But I also know, and this is why we were chuckling, I also know that mm, probably 90% of the women who sign up to work with me have never read the sales page. <laughs> so if that's you, permission, permission to not read it, permission to just be like, do you know what? I don't even need to look at it. I just want to speak to you. I just want to speak to you and find out if this is the right thing to me for me. I just want to speak to you and find out more. Um permission if that feels like you. Um, so anyway, as the sales page does become available though, then we will be officially having conversations with people about joining. So we haven't opened up those conversations just yet, although I do have some people <laughs> already asking me to join. Um, but if you want to be on the waitlist, the email waitlist to find out more, head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. Okay, let's get into the truth about creating balance and sticking to boundaries and why this feels hard. So I know that you want balance in your life and, you know, you want your business to facilitate that. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't be listening to this episode, right? So you want balance, huh? Um, it's not just as easy, though, is it, as mapping some time out in your calendar or calendar blocking. If only it were that straightforward. In theory, it should be, but it's not. And I think that the fact that it's not is a problem because it doesn't get talked about. So the problem is not that creating money and balance at the same time is complicated. 
but it totally can feel hard. And so if you are looking around you on those there internets, <laughs> uh, particularly on social media, if, if, if social media catches wind that you are uh, a business owner, then it's going to be serving you all kinds of like things, right? So <laughs> I know the kind of things that you get served out there. And you're generally presented with two options. One is suck it up and hustle your way to success. I mean, just let's just entertain that for a second. Okay, I'm done entertaining that. It just sounds like a dreadful idea. Not only is it a dreadful idea, it's just, it's not possible or feasible for us as mothers, as mothers who enjoy spending time with their kids and want to show up and be present for them, not 100% of the time, but you know, want to show up and be present in their lives and be the kind of mothers that we want to be sucking it up and hustling and grinding our way to success isn't an option. So immediately that's a dead end. And then the other option that we get presented to us, particularly on the balance side of things, is we'll just time block your calendar. Just use this Trello board or that organizational thing or this day planner. Just carve out time for the things that are important to you. Yeah, nice in theory, but I don't know if you've ever tried any of those things and found that they haven't stuck or even found yourself beating yourself up and being like, why am I finding it so hard to do this? Why am I finding it so hard to create time for myself? Or even sometimes it's not even that. You haven't even got to that point. You're just still at the point of, oh my God, the very suggestion that I could carve out time seems ludicrous when I look at my to-do list, when I feel so overwhelmed with all the things I need to be doing in my business and I've got all of this heaped on in my personal life. The very notion that balance could be a thing feels out of reach. So with those two things being the options that are presented with you and both of them essentially are a dead end for us, then I don't blame you if you've ever felt like earning great money in your business and doing it whilst cultivating and enjoying balance along the way, not once you arrive at some financial goal, but all the way to it and beyond. If that has felt like pipe dream, pie in the sky, not possible, I don't blame you, my love. And it's really not your fault because there's very few people I can't, I can, I'm very hard pressed to think of any right now other than me. Having these kind of conversations about what it really means to be a mother and a business owner, what it really means to be pursuing both money and balance at the same time. And so it's so easy for us to come to a conclusion that, well, I guess it's not possible then. And so that's why if you've found this podcast, thank you, my love. I'm so grateful that you're here because this message that we do get to, have it all, have our version of all, have the money, have the business that lights us up, have the time, the time freedom that we are craving. This message needs to get out there. We need to save more women from this belief that it's not possible. And that's why I've been really enjoying having this conversation with you all month about balance and really what's required and how we can make it happen and the fact that it's possible. So I've been telling you about my journey. I've been telling you about my clients' results so that we're opening up that feeling of possibility. Um, and today we're going to be talking about some of the practicalities of making that happen. 
and the truth about why they feel hard. Um, but I just don't see enough people having this conversation. And so if you've been really enjoying this, actually, um, do you know what? It would be a massive favor, not just to me, um, but also to any other mothers out there who um, haven't heard this message yet, are under the, you know, false belief, unfortunately, that they've been fed, that they can't have it both. They can't have the balance and the money, that they're really, really struggling. So if you would be a gem, be a love, and share this um, episode, take a screenshot, share it um, on Instagram, tag me at Cory Javid, I would be eternally grateful, my love, because I am on a mission, a straight up mission to save as many women as I can from this false and limiting belief that we cannot have both the money, the business that lights us up, I say both, all, (laughs) the money, the business that lights us up, and the balance that is completely possible. It's really the point of being in this online space, if you ask me. And so I find it so odd that this conversation doesn't get had enough. Like, you see people coming at it from different angles, like hustle first, then pull back from the business. No, that's not an option for us. Or, or just make it happen. I don't understand why it's so hard for you. And in doing that, you know, in, in receiving that message, we can really start to erode our confidence or our trust in ourselves. We can feel like, what's wrong with me? Why am I not able to create balance when that person over there is? There is nothing wrong with you, my love. So never internalize that message, please. It is possibly that you're just missing something. And I don't mean like missing something like, you need to be searching from, for some elusive magical key, but we're going to talk about what's kind of missing there today um, and the thing that you really need in place. But it's also because you probably haven't been exposed enough yet to the message of what is really required for us specifically as mothers and business owners. And you haven't yet been party to the conversation enough around why specifically it's hard for us as mothers and business owners. It's not impossible, but it's it's made harder because we're not having these conversations publicly. Is this making sense? So that's why I'm here. I'm, I'm here on a mission to save us all from that limiting belief. Saved myself, saving my clients as we, you know, as we speak, I've already saved them because they're coming, they're already working with me, right? Um, But I just want to get this message out far and wide that, um, not only can we have it all, but the truth about what is required for us as a mother and business owner to have it all. So we understand ourselves more. So we understand, oh, that was feeling hard because of this. This is what I go and do about it. Not that's feeling hard. Maybe I can't make it happen then. Or that's feeling hard. Maybe there's something wrong with me then. No, there's nothing wrong with you. You get to make lots of money. You get to have a business that you absolutely adore. And you get to have time for yourself, time for your business, time for your family without compromise the end. (laughs) Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Okay, so let's get really into it. So the the first thing though I really want to talk about is is the, the truth about why creating balance feels hard is because people aren't having the conversation about these two things and the interplay between them, the interplay between making money and the interplay between creating balance, doing those things in tandem at the same time as a mother and business owner. So one of the reasons, one of the first reasons why it feels hard is because there aren't enough people out there banging this drum that I'm banging over here. Um, but let's just get realistic for a minute. Making money isn't complicated. I know that's a really annoying statement if making money is feeling like a struggle for you right now. Um, and I have the utmost compassion. I've been in that position. I've been in that beginner business owner position. I've also been in the position when I hadn't healed my relationship with money, when just everything about money felt hard. So I get it. But sitting where I'm sitting now, having kind of cracked the nuts, so to speak, having seen that there isn't actually a mystery to it. There isn't 
one kind of complicated secret strategy that people who are making money are using and not telling you about, <laughs> which is what I used to believe, right? Um, it is actually very straightforward. It doesn't mean that it's it's easy to implement always, right? Because um, we need support in making that happen. There's different skills that we need to learn in, in order to be making money with ease, of course. But the actual sort of mechanics um, of it the, is it's very uncomplicated, right? I do, obviously, it depends on your business model, but for like 95% of the women I'm speaking to um, and all of my clients, the actual path from, you know, uh, from somebody discovering you, finding out about what it is that you do, and then deciding to work with you and paying you. It's not a long path. It's not a complicated thing. There aren't many hoops to jump, if any, you know. So it's not complicated. I know that it can feel hard, but it's not complicated. Um, and also in the same vein, creating balance is not complicated. It's. I know that it's not just as straightforward as blocking out some time in your calendar, but it's not complicated. It's not complex. Uh, there are no complex solutions that are required. But in both cases, there is a mindset shift required and a significant one. Um, and also not just a shift, but also an ongoing cultivation of a mindset and an energy that is supporting you in making the money making easier and is supporting you in creating the balance in an easeful way. And so I think that doesn't get talked about enough. Um, and so what's easy for us to fall into as a trap here is trying to effort on one or both fronts and staying in that efforting energy. Um, if you're not aware of efforting energy and what I'm really meaning about that, um, definitely go and listen to the Scale of Energy Masterclass. That was a, a podcast episode that I put out um, quite a while ago now. Um, if you just go onto my website, you can search for it or you can scroll back in your podcast player. Um, it's a free uh, episode, but it's a full masterclass explaining the scale of energy um, that I created to explain um, how to use energy to create results in your business instead of effort. But efforting energy is, is one of those levels that we've been trained to inhabit, um, particularly like the school system trains us in that way, culture at large, corporate world for sure trains us in that way. And it's not the only way to get results, thank goodness for us, right? Um, few, big fat few. But we can try to effort our way to making money and we can try and effort our way even to creating balance, which is kind of ironic, isn't it? And if we're trying to do that on both fronts and, and or just one of those fronts, it's really, quite frankly, exhausting. So the truth about creating balance as a mother in particular and business owner is that we must have boundaries. And that's why I'm talking about both of these things on the show today. And we must ask for and receive support. Must. There is no way that I've seen, no reality that I've experienced or witnessed my clients experience in which money and balance are created in tandem without boundaries and without support. So that might be, you know, one of those things might be what you're missing. Um, so if you are struggling to create balance and money at the same time, then I would make a pretty educated guess that boundaries are going to be the path to get you there, but also asking for and receiving some support in some way. And we can talk about what that might look like in just a second. But that can look like support around home, asking a partner for more support. It could look like bringing support inside of your business. It could look like getting yourself the mindset support that you need to even create and uphold the boundaries in the first place. Um, 
There's lots of different ways that it plays out and you don't need all of those things all at once, day one, of course. Uh, but I do just really want to be perfectly frank that the only way that I've created balance in my life and business and the only way that I've done that whilst making really great money and doing work that I enjoy is because I have boundaries for days. I'm going to say that again. I have boundaries for days. Now, again, it's not just as simple as like, oh, well, I will just put some boundaries in place and we're going to get into the truth about why that feels hard. But I just want to be very transparent about if we are a mum and a business owner and we are creating balance and creating money in our businesses, we must have boundaries and we must have support. I have had support in my business and support in the home. Um, the home part came later, actually, but I've had support with my mindset from day zero, from before I even launched my business. And I always want to be talking about that because I know that there is no way I would be sitting here right now enjoying the balance that I do without having boundaries and I also know that there's no way that I would have been able to create those boundaries and create the kind of money that I make with the ease that I have created it with if I didn't have support with my mindset. And I have paid for that gladly from, like I said, day zero. So I like to be really frank about that because if it's been feeling really hard to you, it's possibly because you're missing something in that equation. It's possibly that you're missing boundaries. And if boundaries are feeling hard, it's possibly that you're missing the support in creating those boundaries. Um, and so, you know, you need both support and boundaries if you want balance and money at the same time. The end. Like that just is the equation. There's no other way to get there that I've ever seen. I've literally never seen a mother business owner create money and time freedom and do it on her own and do it with leaky or baggy boundaries. So, so let's just all get on board with this is the plan then. So knowing that this is the plan, then let's talk about why though, why do boundaries feel hard? Why does asking for and receiving support feel hard for us as mothers? Um, and this is where the conversations are too surface level out there. The solutions that people provide on the balance front in particular are far too sur surface level. This is why a planner is not going to be the thing. Now, there is nothing wrong with a planner. There is nothing wrong with certain tools to keep you organized. I certainly have some that I use and make use of, but they are not the thing. They are not the thing that creates my balance because I have to have the mindset and the energy to use that tool in the right way. I have to feel able to get the support and, the and have the boundaries in place so that that kind of productivity tool or that organizational piece or whatever actually has a chance of working for me, right? So that's why, yeah, that's why I'm really passionate about this because it's just, it's too surface level of a conversation that's going out on out there. And then if you've tried one of these surface level things, thinking that, oh, this is going to be the thing that finally gets me organized and then I will finally feel like I claw back some time and then I will finally understand how to make more money in my business and I will finally have some time to think already <laughs> or whatever that looks like for you. Um, and then you've been banging your head against brick wall because you're like, oh, I tried doing the thing. And actually, do you know what? A lot of the tools and methods out there marketed to us to help us be more organized or get more done or whatever, they completely miss the mark, not only because they're surface level, but often they actually create more overwhelm um, in the implementation of them than um, they're not doing anything. So if you've been there, my love, if you've tried some kind of way of shoehorning balance into your life um, without working on the mindset first, without having some support and without actually putting in place some boundaries, then it, then this is, this is why. This is why it's felt hard if you've been banging your head against a brick wall there. 
So let's get into that deeper conversation then so that we're not those people out there having that surface level conversation that's not serving anybody. Let's talk about the truth, the really genuine truth about why creating um, balance feels hard. Because balance requires boundaries and because balance requires us to have and receive support, then what happens is it can trigger for us um, all of our inner stuff. So um, it can trigger within us people-pleasing. So I am raising my hand as a recovering, not fully recovered, getting there, but recovering people-pleaser. So I completely relate to that one if that resonates with you. And I will be talking about my personal experience about that 7 p.m. on Thursday. Come and join me inside our group. Um, But people-pleasing is something that we have been entirely conditioned to do as women specifically. It is part of our cultural and social conditioning that our job is to be the meek person that's not making t- taking up too much space, not causing anybody else discomfort. Um, I mean, I could go into so many examples of how we treat female children differently from male children and how that translates into us growing up into people pleasers. Often even our kids are people pleasers. I even see it already in my daughter, even despite my best abilities to be more conscious. Um, But it gets instilled and I'm trying to kind of (laughs) not, not break it, but, you know, help her see that actually she needs to make sure that she is not compromising herself and her truth and what her needs for the pleasure and comfort of others. Um, we are so, so bad at this as a society at, at conditioning our young girls and women. And then here we are, you and I, my love, <laughs> the product of that upbringing off more often than not, not 100% of the time. Of course, I'm making sweeping generalizations here, but people pleasing is one of these things that I um, coach many, many, many of my clients in my uh, mastermind through because this shows up then and rears its ugly head, the people pleasing when it comes to boundaries and it comes to asking for and receiving support. Because guess what? To enforce a boundary, there is a chance that somebody's not going to like it. There is a chance that it's going to cause somebody, generally speaking, it's temporary and fleeting, but we don't focus on that. We focus on the fact that it's going to cause somebody some discomfort. Somebody might be disgruntled. Somebody might not be pleased with me. And this is then to our detriment because we don't enforce the boundary, don't dare even put it in place in the first place, let alone uphold it. We don't ask for support in case that support is viewed as being high maintenance to the person that we're requesting it from, or it is viewed as, you know, inconvenient for that person. So we just keep shtum and what do we do? We carry on. We're like, it's fine. I'll do it. Um, And as I've established, that attitude, that 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 sort of default stance of it's fine, I'll I'll do it on my own, isn't going to get us the life and business and money that we love. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> I say unfortunately because wouldn't it be easier just to not undo any of our inner stuff? <laughs> I don't think it would actually be easier. Ultimately, I'm just teasing. Um, so yeah, so one of the truths about why creating balance feels hard is not because it's complicated, not because it's unavailable to you or because it's unrealistic even, but because that our people-pleasing gets so caught up in it. So 
Obviously, this isn't a coaching session on people pleasing. If you need one of those, come and join my my mastermind. But I just really want us to shine a light on what's going on there so that we're, when we're more conscious of what's been making something feel hard, then we know what we need to work on. Then we know where we can get support. Then we know what can actually make a difference rather than just struggling against something and not being sure really why it is feeling like a struggle. So that's one of the things. Worthiness, deserving, and self-love. This I feel like this topic comes up with everything for us. Now, I can't speak to male social conditioning because um, I'm not one. <laughs> I'm not raising one either, so I'm less conscious of it. Um, but I do know that as women, we are fed messages all day, every day through media, advertising, magazines, you name it, that we're not quite up to scratch, that we're not quite worthy, that we're not quite lovable, not quite valid, not quite pretty enough, thin enough, successful enough, witty enough, whatever that's this enoughness piece. And this um, is what my coach calls like the thing under the thing. So for most of us, anytime we're feeling triggered or we've got like a mindset thing that we're working through, it's underpinned by something else that is a pattern for us. And I've, I see this in, in my work with my clients all the time. And it's why I weave worthiness, deservingness, enoughness and self-love into pretty much everything I touch because it's such a prevalent problem for us as women. And left unchecked, it really holds us back and keeps us small uh, because we're seeking that validation outside of ourselves. And I know you probably, if, you, if, if this isn't the first podcast episode that you've listened to, you've probably heard me talk about this before. But this shows up when it comes time to create a boundary. This shows up when it comes time to ask for and receive support. And we don't necessarily see it that way. We just know that we feel afraid. We just know that we feel afraid and uncomfortable and potentially not even safe in doing one of those things, whether it is creating or upholding a boundary or whether whether it is getting the support that we need. And so because we don't, we feel afraid or it doesn't feel safe, we just don't do it or we run away from it or we hope that there's going to be another option. There isn't, <laughs> unless you enjoy burnout <laughs> or you don't want to get the money, you don't want to have the business, you don't want to have the balance, right? If you want the balance and the money and the business that you love, then, you know, you need those boundaries. You need to have some support and you're going to have to uh, find a way to tell yourself that you are worthy of receiving it. If you do not feel deserving of support, if you do not feel worthy of support, you do not feel like you are enough inherently, then it's going to be um, harder to ask for and receive support, right? And so often that's the thing that's truthfully holding us back. We can come up with lots of reasons like, I can't afford the support. We don't have the money right now. Now is not right the right time. I don't know if this is what I really need. Like there's lots of, there's lots of ways that we can talk ourselves out of it. But the thing that I've found to be true is most of those things that hold us back from getting what we need in order to go where we want to go and in order to move forward is a worthiness piece, is feeling like not feeling totally solid in doing this for myself. So either feeling like, you know, worried that um, it's not okay for me to need support, worried about being like high maintenance, like I, I was mentioning under the people pleasing thing. Um, and also worried about spending money on yourself. So this is something that I've talked to so many women about, because obviously I specialize in money mindset as one of my specialisms. Um, obviously specialize in this as my specialism. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so I have a lot of money mindset conversations with women. And I know that, um, you know, depending on the type of support that you might need at whichever point you are in your business, but often that support is going to require some kind of investment, whether that's investment of time on your behalf, and then then you need to find that time from somewhere else and potentially, you know, take it from something else that you've been doing or somebody else that you've been serving in that, um, or it's going to require some money or both. And it's really easy for us to not feel safe in investing that time and money in ourselves because underneath it, we're not sure that we're worthy of it. And that makes me sad. That makes me sad for us, right? So, but that doesn't have to be your truth. And actually, the the really cool thing that I know to be true is that when you start, when you make a start, whether you put a boundary in place or you uphold a boundary or whether you ask somebody for support, something could even be starting small, something like, hey, honey, I need you to make sure the kids don't disturb me between the, this hour and this hour this evening because I'm working on my business or whatever, you know. Um, or whether it's actually investing in yourself in a more significant way and investing in that program or that coaching or whatever it is that you need to be supported moving forward. The first time though that, and or the next time even, that you do something like that, it's a beautiful thing, not only because you're putting in place the things that you need to get the things that you want, but but really more than that, it's a beautiful thing because you are doing what's known as self-signaling in the kind of psychological space. So self-signaling is where you, your consciousness, your mind picks up on your behavior, your actions, and also your words, and then it becomes like a feedback loop. So if you are not upholding boundaries, you are self-signaling that you are not worthy of upholding boundaries. On the flip side, if you put boundary in place for the first time, even if it feels stretchy, guess what? That's some powerful self-signaling. That's saying, I am worthy of this boundary. I am important. My time is important and valuable. I deserve to be valued. And this is how I'm valuing myself right now by putting this boundary in place. Some powerful self-signaling. And guess what? That creates momentum. So whether it is creating that first boundary or whether it is getting the support that you need to create that first boundary, whether it is even just buying a book that you were kind of like dilly-dallying over and not knowing if you should or shouldn't, but it, it signifies to you a step forward. It signifies to you support. So it doesn't have to always be something big, but when you start to say yes to yourself in that way and like, yes, I'm going to receive this support. Yes, I'm going to uphold this boundary. It's a very powerful self-signaling that translates into a message in your subconscious that actually I am worthy. Actually, I am deserving. It's an act of self-love and it's then self-feeding positive feedback loop. Then the next time you need to do something, the next time you need to create a new boundary or uphold the same boundary or the next time you need to get some additional support or ask again, it's so much easier because you're, you've built this momentum now. You're building the confidence in your ability to do it. But you're also it reinforcing your sense of self-worth. So it's a big topic, self-worth. Um, and obviously, you know, I could probably dedicate like a whole year of content to it. Um, it doesn't have to be, the, but don't misunderstand me on that point though. It doesn't have to be something that is long or slow or hard to make really great progress on. But I just mean that, you know, there's so many permutations of how worthiness deserving and, and self-love or lack thereof of those things show up and, and actually can sabotage us in our business. And it comes down to mindset really ultimately and, and energy but it's just such a prevalent 
theme for us, unfortunately, as women. And it's, so it's something that always needs to be considered in these conversations. And this is why those kind of surface level things aren't really enough. If somebody's just telling you, oh, just do this, just do this with your calendar, just, just delegate, but you're feeling paralyzed by fear because you, ultimately you're not feeling safe because underneath all of that, you're not feeling worthy of even saying I need help or, or feeling worthy of investing that money in yourself or whatever that thing is, then without having had that conversation being conscious of, oh, what's actually really happening at a deeper level here, then, then you just continue that kind of, oh, I wasn't able to do that thing that I was told would fix this, therefore... I must suck or it must not be available to me. So that's why I'm really trying to end those kind of conclusions here. So the truth about putting boundaries in place and getting support, those things being crucial to creating balance is the people-pleasing rears its ugly head, worthiness, deserving, enoughness, self-love, lovability, all variations on the same theme, they get triggered. Um, the other thing to be aware of is who's modeled this to us? <laughs> you know, um, there is so much modeling and upholding of the selfless mum. I want to call bullshit on that. Can we just please stop doing that? Can we please stop putting any woman on a pedestal who is selfless, who is doing everything for others and she just always puts herself last? I can't bear it. What a toxic ideal <laughs> to be upheld. And so, you know, if we look around for the model of the person perfect mother or wife or woman. It's so often that selfless person who put the needs of others always before her own. Why would we be wanting to uphold that? Like, it's lovely when people are doing great things for other people. Don't misunderstand me. But why does that person have to lose their sense of self and any idea that they have needs or desires or, you know, anything that is worthy of being met as well? Uh, yeah, ridiculous. So who has been modeling to us? Who, who do you know? Maybe me doing my best over here. Who do you know? And my clients, that's why I like to bring them on in their words onto the podcast. But outside of this little bubble we've created, who do you know? And particularly growing up, that was modeling to you great boundaries as a woman. Who? Who do you know that was modeling to you the ability to ask for and receive support in a really empowered way? I'm guessing few and far between. I, um, my mum was an absolute badass and she does have boundaries for days in many ways. Um, asking for and receiving support. I know, mum, you're going to be listening, probably annoyed at me for saying this. I don't know, you know, so, to an extent. But, you know, and she was a great role model for me. But uh, other than that, I don't, I can't think of anyone, <laughs> you know, I can think of all of those selfless women, you know, putting everyone else before themselves. And my mum did that a lot too for me, which thank you, mum, love you for it, you know. Um, but my point being is we didn't have this model to us. So of course it feels hard. Um, and that's why I'm so bent on creating more and more examples. That's why I want to help more and more women to create money and balance for themselves. Because I know that to create the balance, you're going to have, guess what? You're going to have to have created those boundaries and you're going to have to have asked for and received support. And I know in the, in the doing of that, you're then modeling what it looks like to be creating money in an empowered and aligned way, to be enjoying balance in your life and motherhood alongside business in an empowered way. You're going to be doing that for other women, yeah, you, and you're going to be doing that for your kids. So they get to grow up seeing that example. So we need to cut ourselves some slack in terms of why this has felt hard. Nobody's having this conversation, this deeper level conversation about why it feels hard. And also we didn't have it modeled to us. So we need to be the ones doing the modeling. Um, 
And then the other truth about why creating balance and boundaries feels hard is that time and money are too intermingled. So if you haven't yet um, untangled those two pieces of money and time, um, then it's likely that you're operating under the programming that you've had imprinted on you in your youth and even adulthood and even maybe today that to create money in your life requires lots of time and hours. And um, while you're still laboring under that false notion, then it will be hard to create boundaries, for example, in particular, because it's easy for us to think that if I'm not spending a ton of time um, on this particular thing, then I can't make money for it. So enforcing boundaries around time becomes extra challenging if not only you're bringing people-pleasing, um, doubts around worthiness and a lack of modeling to the party, but you're also bringing with it a notion that money and time are inherently intertwined. They're not. Um, but so these are four of the things that I think really underpin the difficulty and the struggle that we might feel when um, trying to create balance when we realize that to create balance, it's not just going to be something that gets handed to us on a plate. We need to be the ones making it happen, which means that we need to be the ones putting boundaries in place, which means that we need to be the ones um, upholding those boundaries. And when somebody's trying to test us on them, and we need to be the ones asking for and receiving support. So if it's felt hard, I hope that this has been um, eye-opening and given you kind of a bit of a, like a sense of like permission. Not, I. It doesn't need to continue being hard. So we'll talk about that in just a second. But I just don't want you to feel like it's been your fault because if nobody's had this conversation with you in this way before, then you've been missing a really significant piece of the puzzle, right? Um, and so if all of this is feeling hard, then um, I would love you to like look around yourself and ask yourself who is actively encouraging you? Who is actively encouraging you in your life and or business to create balance? Who's actively encouraging you to put in place boundaries? Who's actively encouraging you to ask for and receive support in an empowered way? Who's supporting you with your mindset and helping you build up your sense of worthiness to notice when that people pleasing is coming up and not listening to it? Who's helping you to model this for yourself, you know, and also who's pointing out to you the people who are modeling um, the ability to create and have boundaries and still be a great person and make lots of money and still spend time with their family. Um, and do you have support in the mindset piece around money and everything and all the permutations of it and including how it's become intermingled, intermingled with time? Um, because those are other pieces of why this might feel hard. And if you're not surrounded by other women, particularly mothers and business owners, I think that's really important. Because otherwise it's really easy to go, oh yeah, but they don't have kids, so it's easier for them. Or um, yeah, they don't have a business, so it's easier for them, etc. So are you surrounded by other women making this the norm, making making money the norm, making creating and uh, balance the norm, making doing things like enforcing boundaries and asking for support the norm? If you're not, then that is the tr the real truth about why this feels hard because we've just been able to shine a light on what's going on beneath the surface there. But all of those things are solvable, my love. All of those things are surmountable and we can overcome them and actually quite quickly and with relative ease if you have 
somebody actively encouraging you. If you have some tools or a person to work with so that you can unpack the mindset pieces so that it doesn't have to slow you down and hold you back. If you're surrounded by other people making this the norm for you, if you don't have those things in place, then no wonder. (laughs) Then no wonder. And uh, that, you know, yes, these are all things that I provide for my clients because I know the truth about what they need, right? Um, And if you can go and get these things yourself somewhere else and you don't feel like my mastermind is the fit for you, then absolutely I am a champion of you just getting what you need. I don't care if it's with me or not. I would happily support you, but equally I'm not precious about it. So I don't care as long as you do it. As long as you do it, as long as you get that support, my love, as long as you surround yourself with those people, my love, as long as you feel empowered to put in place the boundaries that you need, and as long as you feel empowered to ask for and receive the support that you need so that you can be making money with ease, so that you can be creating balance with ease, I don't care how you get there. I will help you get there. But like I said, I'm not precious about it. I don't care how, as long as you do. As long as you know that it's possible and as long as you know that, because we've talked about today, what is really required? What is really required is having a deeper conversation about why it's difficult, being conscious of why it's difficult. And what is really required is some active encouragement, mindset work and support with it, and being surrounded by people who are doing the same thing. These are the kind of keys to success here. So there you go, my love. That's my little soapbox moment on um, balance. I'm just so passionate about it, though, because I really dislike this toxic notion that it's not possible for us. It absolutely is possible for us. It isn't complex, but you need some support to make it happen. Um, My biggest hope for today, and if I was to pick a key takeaway for you, it would be that this is possible and that the reason it feels hard is that there is all of this beneath the surface going on for us as women particularly and mothers and business owners, and that it is totally possible to create balance whilst creating money in your business, but you're going to need some things in place. You're going to need those boundaries. You're going to need some support. The end. So (laughs) let that be your takeaway. Um, If you're like, yes, let me have that support, then I've got what you need, as you know. So come and join me. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. Find out more about the Elevated Abundance Mastermind. It is literally engineered by a mother and business owner, moi, for the business business owning mother, you to give you what you need. Inside there, you get the three things that you need to succeed as a mum, right? So inside there, you get the three things that you need to be successful as a mother and a business owner. And by successful, I mean your version, what that looks like to you, but ultimately the money, the time, and the joy. You get the mindset support, you get the group energy that is, that takes the work that we do together and multiplies it to get you faster, quicker, more easeful results, and you get answers. I know that as a mom and a business owner, you don't have time for, excuse the phrase, dicking around, right? You don't have time for guesswork and trial and error and Googling this and that. Sometimes you just need somebody to give it to you straight, like, what do I really need here? And also you need somebody to uncomplicate things for you, to make it as simple as possible, or bring you back to the simplicity anytime you veered off the course, um, or to give you a shortcut. We get help. We have all of that. Um, I always say that I like to give my clients exactly what they need to get the result that they want, no more, no less. And I say no more, no less because 
I do not believe in fluff or fillers and I know that we have enough going on. So I'm here to make things easier, quicker for you, not to add to your to-do list like other <laughs> programs will. So if that sounds good to you, my love, I would love you to consider joining us. Like I said, we're going to be opening enrollment for May soon. Get on the email waitlist, corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. Get the message out there, my love, to your friends, to your audience. If you would be so good, that would make my day take a screenshot of this, share it on Instagram, tag me at Corrie Javid, because let's save more mothers from those superficial surface level solutions that just don't work and just aren't applicable to us and don't cut it because they're not having the real conversation that we've been having here today. And thank you for being available for the real conversation. I love you for it. And never forget, my love, in case you did, you are always and always will be limitless. Bye for now. Have you been enjoying today's show, my love? Then help your business bestie out. Head over to iTunes now and leave a review. The team and I pour our best energy into bringing you this show each week. And so it would make us so happy to see your review. Plus, we're known to surprise and delight our reviewers. So if you take a screenshot of your review before you hit submit and send it to team at I can guarantee a little treat will be winging its way to you.